Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. My limiting beliefs around what I thought I was capable of and holding on to this job that was like sucking up my energy and my fucking time and my sanity, that was actually the thing that was holding me back the most. It was not my ability to create income through my business. It was my fear of letting go this identity that I had become so accustomed to having, right? Like I'm the engineer. I'm the responsible child. I'm the one that doesn't do risky things. I had grown out of that identity like in my brain, but I think I was afraid to like just let it out. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres, award-winning Latina personal finance expert. I didn't always have my financial shit together, but when I started looking for POC-friendly personal finance podcasts, I couldn't find any. And so Yo Quiero Dinero was born. On this show, I'll show you how to make dinero, how to keep your dinero, and most importantly, how to make it grow. Each week, I'm connecting you with the most brilliant minds in the world of money and business, so you can learn about investing, entrepreneurship, and building wealth. The best part? I'm dishing up all this knowledge with a sassy side of sazón. So if you're ready to be poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. 
So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. Hola, mi gente. I just got off of an amazing two back-to-back interviews for the podcast. You know when you just like vibe with people, like you just meet people who elevate your fucking energy. That's the day that I had. Like I love starting off my weeks with podcast recordings. They're always on Mondays. There are so many amazing, interesting people out here in the world. And the fact that I get to talk to them and just like pick their brain is so much fun. I cannot believe this is my fucking job. Like I cannot believe that my job is to just really literally be out here talking to interesting people, sharing their stories, connecting them with y'all. How is this real life? I just want to encourage you like if you have that idea that like you just know is the thing you're meant to do, please go and do it. Like please go and do that thing that you cannot stop thinking about. Because we have the permission to literally create the lives that we want. The only thing that is stopping you is like your belief in what you are capable of. Like 1000%. I truly believe it. And uh, let me tell you, Jackie, I see your comment. I want to open my own business, but I'm afraid. Literally all of the reasons why we don't do what we want to do is legit fear. It's like fear manifesting itself and stopping you from doing what you got to do. You're fucking scared. There's no other reason why you have not done the thing you want to do, why you don't change the job, why you don't end the relationship, why you don't invest, why you don't pay attention to your numbers, right? Like why you don't open up your bank statements, why you don't pay your credit card debt. Like none of the shit that we do is related to anything. Like it's all related to fear. So if you know that, if you know you're scared, then what are you going to do about it? Like, how are you going to arm yourself, equip yourself to combat that fear and not let that be the thing that stops you? Because really, when I think back to my own journey, why did it take me so long to quit my job? Because I was afraid that somehow my success would vanish, would disappear. When I quit my job in 2021, some of y'all may know the story, some of you may not, but I had decided at the end of 2020, you know, after doing my taxes, that was the first year that I made $100,000, like side hustling while I was still working a nine to five. And I was like, we really did the thing that I said I wanted to do. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to quit my job until I can make six figures on my own. So I did it, knew like the data supported the fact that I could make the decision, right? Like I had my taxes done. I saw how much money I made. I was like, holy shit, we did this. But instead of quitting right then and there and just being like December 31st, 2020, I'm done. I was still looking for excuses. I was still like, no, I'm still going to work 2021. You know, let me just give myself more time. Let me just make sure that I can replicate this. There was just a lot of bullshit going on in my head around like, was this a fluke? It was not. It was definitely not because I ended up quadrupling my income in 2021 and half of that money came after quitting. 
So what that tells me is that my limiting beliefs around what I thought I was capable of and holding on to this job that was like sucking up my energy and my fucking time and my sanity, that was actually the thing that was holding me back the most. It was not my ability to create income through my business. It was my fear of letting go this identity that I had become so accustomed to having, right? Like I'm the engineer, I'm the responsible child. I'm the one that doesn't do risky things. I had grown out of that identity like in my brain, but I think I was afraid to like just let it out. And in May 2021 was when I officially like left my corporate career. And I really didn't even need to have been there at all in 2021, if I'm being honest, because as of January 2021, I had already made like, it was my first launch for my coaching program. And I made $25,000 in like three days. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened, right? Like I think coming to the realization that I knew that I was done with my corporate career in the end of 2020, like the data was there continuing to support the idea that like, this is my time. This is my time to go. I don't have an excuse, but I was still holding on to like, oh my God, the pension. Oh my God, the retirement. Oh my God, the healthcare benefits. And it wasn't until I hired a CFP and was like, can I actually quit my job? Like, does this sound like a responsible thing to do? And she was just like, she looked at my numbers and she's just like, what? Like, are you serious right now? Like, you could have quit like fucking two years ago. <laughs> I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You know, like we externally, people see our level of success and internally, I feel like we don't believe it. Like, we don't believe that we're actually capable of like so much more shit than we can actually accomplish. You know, a couple of years into my corporate career, I was just like, this can't be it. Like we cannot be out here having these hour and a half long commutes, working for fucking scraps, waiting to take time off, living for the weekend, having two weeks of PTO, annoying ass bosses who just like don't give a fuck. Like this can't be it. This cannot be what I signed up for with adulthood. Like this just can't be. I was very disillusioned from the beginning about this being the path that was for me. But again, I think if you know that, like you just need to accept that. Like don't try to shut that shit off, right? Like I think so many of us, we try to talk ourselves out of what we want because it's not socially acceptable to talk about quitting your job, especially if you're like a first gen who's got like a high powered career, who's got like multiple degrees, who's like made it out. It's really not your responsibility to be out here being the poster child for your entire fucking lineage. Like we're done with the sacrifice. We're done with the sacrifice. We are done with the struggle. We are done like accepting abusive employers and underpaying jobs and fucking exploitation and seeing that as the goal. That is not the goal. That should not be the goal. And I know for me, that is not the goal. Like get the fuck out of here. We're going to be out here wasting the best years of our lives for some bullshit ass job who like doesn't fucking care about you and who will replace you like before you're actually buried Give me a break. These jobs are ghetto. Just clocked out of work and feeling miserable. I can start my own business, but you're right. Fear is holding me back. It absolutely is, babe. It absolutely is. Like, I think the thing that scares me the most now is like not trusting my gut. You know, and I think so many of us, especially as women, we are definitely steered away from trusting our gut. We are told that that emotional side of us is dangerous and that like 
to tune into the more logical, practical, but logical and practical will have you out here staying married because you think it's the safe, responsible thing to do. It'll have you staying in a job because they give you a paycheck every two weeks. It'll have you like not making the fucking moves that you need to make to live your damn life. Like turn off the logic because the logic isn't serving you. The logic will tell you that like go to school, get a job, work there for fucking 45 years, hope that you can retire, that you don't get sick. I feel like a lot of the things that we think are guarantees are not. They're really not. Like a lot of the shit that we say are stable are not. We've just convinced ourselves somehow that like it's the safe thing. It's the safe thing because it's the thing that we know. It's not that it's stable. It's not that it's safe. It's the thing that you know and you're confusing it with stability and safety. Because let's be honest, I don't know about you, but like most of the jobs, I think all of the jobs that I've ever had in my life is at will employment. So that safe ass career that you're like, there's no way I'll ever get laid off. I was like, yeah, I said the same shit until it happened to me. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so there's no guarantee. Even though the fact that I was in a high power career, engineering, like very in demand skill set, I still got laid off. So it's just like, what are we actually holding on to? This fake illusion of stability. It's really not. Burnt out by working for an ungrateful employer, but I love my clients. You're so right. Being exploited is not the goal. It's really not, yo. Like, absolutely not the goal to be out here underpaid, overworked, fucking tired, knowing that, like, the Latina wage gap is real, okay? It is real. And I've personally experienced it knowing that there were other colleagues in my department who were making more money, even though I had a higher degree of education, and it's like, okay, so what's the reason? Oh, that's right. The patriarchy. That's the reason. Okay, cool. So fuck that. I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> Nothing is guaranteed except death and taxes. Yo, facts. You know what? And I think there's also another guarantee, which I don't think a lot of us believe in ourselves, that when shit goes down, you will figure it out. Like, think about all of the times that you, that shit went down in your life, that you were just like, oh my God, this is going to be the thing that defeats me. And it doesn't. You will figure shit out. I always say like the worst case scenario is the fact that you have to go back to a regular nine to five. Like that's the worst case scenario. If all of this shit were to disappear, I got to get a job again. Okay. What's so scary about that? What's so bad about that? You know, so it's like if you frame it that way and you realize that your worst case scenario is like most people's regular lives, then it's not that scary. I got a $5 raise. Listen, these jobs and their raises are despicable honestly unless y'all are out here giving 10 percent or plus raises like all of these raises that you allegedly got are just fucking bullshit they're not even keeping up with inflation were you debt free when i quit your full time yes absolutely you know i think like honestly that's the biggest thing that changed the game for me was getting serious about not owing people money because i realized you know like i'm just really out here to be paying other people's bills once I realized that if I get myself to a place where all of the money that I earn can go to me versus to somebody else, that's a game changer. So I got serious about becoming debt-free in late 2016. I was already making like at least, you know, $1,000 a month with my side hustles. And so instead of just blowing that money on like extra vacations and just like, you know, living that YOLO life, I said, I'm going to take all of this money and I'm going to throw it at my student loans. I still had student loans. I had credit card debt at the time. So instead of making my minimum payments, I was literally like making $2,000 a month, 
$3,000 a month payments towards my debt. And I had set an arbitrary date in my head that I'm like, I want to be debt free by 2020, by May of 2020, which would have been my 35th birthday. And that's what I was doing. I was like, yo, like we're cutting back on everything. I moved to Florida. I started, you know, ramping up side hustling. I was cooking more at home. I was not going on vacations. I was just like, yo, we're cutting all the things and we're making as much money as possible. And we're throwing all that shit at the debt. And I actually tweeted this today, right? Like back in that time, I was throwing an extra two, $3,000 a month at my debt. Now I still spend that money. Like my lifestyle hasn't changed. I just get to spend that money on fun shit. You know, like instead of paying $2,000 a month to student loan payment, I can spend $2,000 a month on saving for a vacation fund, like first class tickets and hiring help in my house and meal deliveries and, you know, housekeeping and upgrading my whatever, like investing more in my business. Like spending money on yourself is just a whole different vibe. And it's something that when you're debt free, you can do. You know, like throwing two, $3,000 in my investment portfolio, I would have never seen myself doing that shit. But now it's just like, that's just what we do. Like before I spend any money, like I'm always paying future Janice because I love my job, but I'm really also not trying to fucking work forever. And that's the thing, you know, as an entrepreneur, you can get into the same rat race as anybody else if you're not planning for the future. Absolutely, mom. Having no kids, having no kids And being 36 is honestly like, that's a deliberate choice that I made. Like I had to make a decision like, is being a mom conducive to the life that I want, conducive to the wealth that I want? And for me, the answer was no. And that's, you know, obviously a very personal decision for people. And, you know, can you not become like a millionaire and like be a successful business owner and be a parent? Like, no, of course you can. There's obviously people who do that. But for me, I just always felt like it was going to have to be a compromise. It was going to have to be a compromise where parenthood and all the other aspirations that I had in my life were just not aligned. And that's okay. Like, I don't think anybody should feel guilty about making that decision because it's your life, you know? And I think a lot of us make decisions that are societally unacceptable or unacceptable because that's just not like what you're supposed to do, but it's your fucking life. So... Why is anybody else worried about whether or not you want to get married or have kids or buy a house or do all the shit that allegedly like adults do? That's nobody's business, but you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. How hard is it to learn how to execute your side hustles? It's really, it's not about like how hard it is. It's about like how much do you want success? I think one of my advantages is that I become almost like hyper-focused on my goals, like almost obsessive in a way. And I will not stop until like I reach them. I will take breaks. I will reassess, you know, if something's not working, but at the same time, I give myself like a realistic timeline to achieve the shit that I want to achieve. I'm not out here trying to build like a million dollar business in two weeks. And I think like if you don't give yourself enough time realistically to achieve your goals, yeah, you're going to fail. Just take a look at what everybody does every year with their New Year's resolutions. Everybody's out here like, yeah, I'm going to lose 100 pounds in two months. Really? Like how many of us are actually doing that shit? Right? So like I tell people all the time, my side hustle was not profitable for two years. But I wasn't married to the result. I was married to the journey, to the goal of like just learning and how to fucking do this. So I was not under some arbitrary timeline to create my business and scale it to a certain level of success before I was going to quit because I'm just like, I know what the goal is, but however long it takes is however long it takes. Like, I'm not going to quit because the shit didn't happen overnight. And especially nowadays, like everybody wants this like instant gratification It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. I know you want to hear that, like, you know, if you just, like, sign up for this program, sign up for this course, like, you'll be a fucking millionaire in two weeks. No, you won't. You can put the framework in place for success. You can accelerate your journey to get there. You can absolutely get there faster if you have the right tools, if you have the right knowledge, but it's still going to be up to you to do the work. And I think that's what a lot of people get wrong about, like, working with a coach or, signing up for a course, you're going to get the tools, you're going to get the strategies, but it's up to you to implement them. Your coach is not going to build your business. That course is not going to build your business. Like you still got to go and do the work. And that's the thing. Like you got to be prepared to work. Nobody builds a six-figure business overnight. And especially if you are like juggling other responsibilities, if you are, you know, working a nine to five and you're doing the shit on the off hours. Like I was just talking to my CPA who just quit her job this year, she was building her multiple six-figure accounting firm between the hours of 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's real shit. You are going to work your fucking ass off. I worked my ass off for literally eight fucking years, okay? Eight years to get to the place where I was a six-figure earner in my business, That's what it really looks like. 
So if you're not ready to make that level of commitment of just like, yo, this it is going to take multiple years. It's the same thing as like investing, right? Like if you want to build a million dollar portfolio and you start investing tomorrow and the market goes down tomorrow, like you're going to give up because it didn't happen in a day. Like that shit takes a lifetime. So just be hella realistic on what you're trying to achieve. Like really have that talk with yourself and be like, am I in this for the long run or am I just like bullshit about the amount of effort that I'm willing to put for what I want to achieve and keep it real. I'm a mother of three married. I make more than my husband. I hold on to the job security because I provide for my babies. What advice do you have on pursuing a side hustle while working in court? So I would say, Daisy, first off, like get together a financial plan. Start building an emergency fund if you don't already have one. Start making a plan for getting out of debt if you don't already have one. Like the thing that is going to allow you to make the leap from side hustler to full-time entrepreneur is having a cash cushion in place. If you don't have that safety net, don't even worry about starting your business. Literally put your safety plan in place. And then as far as pursuing a side hustle, when you are, you know, primary breadwinner and you're a mom, you're going to have to make some investments that are going to buy back some of your time. So whether that is additional childcare, investing in home care. So one of the things I did when I was building my side hustles and working full time, you know, I'm the primary breadwinner in my house. I am a wife. I have responsibilities, but I also was just like, there's a lot of shit that's taking up too much of my time. So I was doing, our laundry was being outsourced. So we would drop it off. It would get washed. We go and pick it up. Like it would be done. That saved me hours and hours a week. I also had a housekeeper coming at one point and taking care of that. So I was willing to spend money to buy back my time that would then allow me to work on my businesses. And like, we have to be very open to the idea that that's the real shit. Like opening up your schedule by taking shit off of your plate is how you build a side hustle while you're working a nine to five. I'm having trouble finding my niche. I know that you started with your food blog, but I need to know what I start with might not be what I end with. I just, yeah, you absolutely just need to start. Like you can always change your mind. I don't know why we think that like, it's almost like you've adopted this idea that the degree that you get is like the career that you have to work in forever. Your business can evolve as you evolve as a human, right? Like I started as a food blogger. Now I'm a podcaster. Now I talk about money. Like it's okay. You're going to evolve as a human and your business should also evolve too. Just like, you know, back in the day when I was a kid, how did we get videos? We went to the freaking, you know, blockbuster video and like rented VHS cassette or like a DVD if you were fancy. And that business model has gone away. Now we have Netflix. So you evolve as a business. That's it. Like, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> when do you know when to give up on a side hustle? I've been having a drop shipping store and I've only made three sales since I started in January. First of all, it takes two to three years for a business to become profitable. So the fact that you are out here ready to cancel your goals after two months how bad do you really want it? If you are seeing that you are not making progress, you need to hire help. Get some expertise, sign up for a program, sign up for a coach, learn something about people like that have already done what you want to do. Because when I was struggling growing my blog, it's because I was trying to DIY shit. And I was trying to be where people who have been doing this for 10 years on day one. And I'm like, well, that's not realistic because I don't have the same skill set. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the proven record of success back then. Now I know exactly how to make a blog profitable, you know, and I was able to do that in half of the amount of time with my second blog that I did with my first, because now I had the skill set and I had the tools. I already knew like how to approach this. So you probably have like a skills gap that you need to address. And you're using that as a reason why you're not succeeding in your business. 
make the investments that you need to learn what you need to learn so that you can make yourself successful. I always feel guilty about wanting to spend on the stuff to get off my plate. Hell no. Hell no. You need to like, literally we do too much, especially us women. Like we out here trying to be, you know, you want to be the perfect wife. You want to be in the best fucking shape of your life. You want to be Gordon Ramsay out here doing five star three course dinners. You want to be the best career you know, boss, babe, you want to be the best friend. You want to be the most reliable family member. Like, when are you going to do something for you? When are you going to allow yourself to invest in your dreams? Like you're so busy out here taking care of everybody else. What about you? Okay. People can figure out how to feed themselves. Like you can teach your kids how to cook. You don't need to be the one making every fucking meal. Your husband can go and buy takeout or your partner or whoever. Like let's stop treating grown-ass people especially our partners like infants like they can't take care of themselves like my husband knows i'm not here to wash your clothes i'm not here to clean your room i'm not here to clean up after you like you are a grown-ass man <laughs> you know like no stop taking on everybody like he already got a mom let his mom be that person like you don't need to be doing all that tips on starting a podcast consistency and it's not just about you know podcasting like anything in life you will get to where you want to be if you're consistent if you want to reach a million dollars net worth, investing consistently will get you there. If you want to be in the best shape of your life, working out consistently will get you there. If you want to have a successful business, working on that shit consistently will get you there. That's like the secret fucking formula for why you see some people killing it and some people not. It's consistency. They continue to show up. They continue to do good work. They continue to learn and adapt and evolve and take the lessons that they learn and apply them and fill in the gaps of knowledge that they don't have and make strategic investments. Like that's how you win at life, y'all. You just keep fucking going and you don't just keep doing the same shit. You keep always refining the version of something that you're doing. Like if you listen to the first episode of my podcast versus the ones that come out now, totally different experience like high quality they are fucking edited like it's a different experience but i had to start from the bottom and keep going even when i wasn't a hundred percent secure in what i was doing even though i wasn't a hundred percent sold on like is this a good idea you have to give your ideas like time to literally just tease themselves out i work for a boss i love but i found out he's paying a girl with no license and only two years of experience only four dollars less than me when i'm bailing one have 15 years Yo, I'm telling you, these jobs are scamming. These jobs are really just out here exploiting. Like they will be like, oh, you know, you've shown such great leadership skills. Would you love to take on this stretch assignment for no pay? And I'm just like, what? You really mean you about to be out here promoting me to a supervisor with no pay? Like get the fuck out of here. Stop. Janice says start a podcast. So I'm starting a podcast. Yo, start the fucking podcast. Like we need more representation in these spaces for real. I'm so tired of like getting the same message from the same person over and over again it's just like you know it's a different chad like i'm tired of the chads i need to be more consistent on my youtube channel yes you do you need to be more consistent on anything that you want to achieve in life like consistency is the key okay too many business owners want to be like serving everybody they want to do all the things they want to be in all the niches and i'm just like look there's a reason why there's that saying the riches are in the niches you cannot be out here trying to be a buffet to people because then nobody's going to know what the hell you actually serve. That's why I'm like, I'm very clear about who I serve. And the most successful business owners that I see are the ones that are like hella hyper-focused. Hyper-focused. We are unapologetically just talking about this shit. If you want to go learn about dropshipping, I'm not your person. If you want to go learn about fucking stock market trading, I'm not your person. If you want to go learn about Forex, 
I am not your person. If you want to go learn about how to have a physical store where you have products and you're dealing with inventory, I'm not your person. And I will tell you that, you know, like I'm not out here trying to be the thing for everybody. I can only teach you what I have done successfully. That's why I teach blogging, y'all. I fucking know that shit in and out. I, that's why I teach online entrepreneurship because I've done this shit for almost 10 years. That's why I teach things like affiliate marketing and passive income and stock market investing because I'm like, I've in it. I've been doing this shit. I'm never going to teach you about something that I don't fucking know anything about. So find out that thing that you are like really, really good at. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to focus on. Shout out to you. I've been investing in my business and I've been getting so many clients that I've had to decline requests. Hello. I'm telling you, I am so booked and busy. I've been trying to fucking tell y'all like when you make the deliberate decision to start doing the damn thing, it happens. That's why I quit my job because I was getting so much business through Yo Quiero Dinero and I'm like, fuck this job. Like people out here trying to pay me real money, not this bullshit corporate salary. Get out of here. Okay, y'all, I'm going to go now. My phone is about to die. Thank you so much for indulging this conversation. Again, I just want to come on here like, yo, do what you got to do. Let go of that fear because ain't nobody got time for this shit. Like go make your dreams happen. Like betting on yourself is always the best bet. Stop being fucking scared. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take your dinero to the next level, sign up for our free 14-page guide, The Financially Lit Latina, the ultimate blueprint for becoming poderosa with your dinero. This 14-page guide includes our best tips on money mindset, budgeting, debt repayment, career, investing, financial independence, side hustles, and more. And you can get it completely free. So to get your copy of the Financially Lit Latina, just head over to YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start. That's YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start and start transforming your dinero story today. Until next time, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions or misleading or defamatory statements. 
usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.